Tim? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't recognise you with the moustache. Welcome, everyone, to Screams After Midnight. <laughs> it's, it's the only thing that's changed about me. <laughs> well, that and, the, that and the baby, I suppose. Yeah. Oh, yeah, get ready, everyone, because the horror daddy is back. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tim gave birth, which is why Screams After <laughs> Midnight. Yeah, I gave birth. <laughs> yes. How, how's your penis feeling after that, by the way? Yeah. <laughs> Is it, is it reattached? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we had to do a P-section. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that was a, that was not the most welcoming. But yeah, no, everything's fine now. <laughs> Welcome to Screams After Midnight. This is our horror movie podcast. I am Peter. That is Tim. And this is October 2021. Now, you had episodes up until about June, but the last time we recorded an episode of this show was January of this year. Uh, Tim went away to have his baby. It hurt him a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> they sent me away to a, a tiny private island where for, um, for just really cool people <laughs> to give birth. Yes. Uh, and... They crowned me the, the oh. May King, if you can believe it. <laughs> So, welcome to the show. Now, uh, what are the plans going forward with Screams After Midnight? What is the schedule going to be like? I'll, we'll give you a little bit of info on that at the end of the show. I don't want to bog down the intro with uh, giving you <laughs> details like that, but uh, we'll get into the conversation. But it is October. It is the glorious <laughs> return. It is time to scream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's laughing. <laughs> it's not screaming at all. I mean, Tim, I'm happy you're back. I don't know if you're happy oh, to be back. Uh, oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no. <laughs> frankly, a little bit. A, a little touch. bit. Yeah. A touch, a yeah. Touch. <laughs> no, I mean, uh, yeah, in all seriousness, um, yeah, yeah, it is nice to be back. I, um, yeah, I don't worry, everyone. I, I never, <laughs> never once stopped watching horror movies, um, <laughs> much to my tiny child's dismay. Um, but, <laughs> uh no it's nice to yeah to be talking about him again instead of just throwing my thoughts on twitter and having no one <laughs> like them uh, it's nice to talk to someone in real life who will, will not like them so and by real life i mean of course through a computer <laughs> that's just close enough yeah close enough <laughs> close enough what well, one day we'll do the podcast in the same room and i will i'll touch you whilst, whilst we're recording oh, yeah. but uh until then this will do yeah this will do so welcome to the show. What is the movie that we're doing for a glorious return? Now, I once once upon a time, I did promise that the first movie back would be Leprechaun in the Hood Two. That is coming. Don't worry, we're not backing out a Leprechaun in the Hood Two. But uh, Tim mentioned he'd watched Malignant, and I said, "Oh, it's James Wan's new horror movie. That would be a good thing to do." And we knew we were gearing up to do movies for October for the glorious return. It just made sense. I said, "Hey, let's just let's just do that. Let's do Malignant." So. James Wan's new film, Malignant, went straight to HBO Max, also in theatres. We'll start spoiler-free as we always do. We'll give you a warning before we go into spoilers. Let's get into it. The general premise... How, how much can I even say about this without spoilers? Uh, that is a tough one. <laughs> uh, so, it stars Annabelle Wallace, who was the star of Annabelle, which was a bit of a red flag, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> but, uh, basically, her shitty husband is killed. Hey, hey now, hey. 
Oh, I'm sorry, the abusive husband. <laughs> You're trying to go into bed. No, he is pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, he, he is killed under very mysterious circumstances. There's a police investigation, but there's also more weird killings going on. And their main character, who is suffering from visions of weird hallucinations, and there's all sorts of shenanigans going on, and there's like a, a pulpy backstory that's set up at the start with like a, a, a weird hospital from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Honestly, it's, it's really hard to know how much to explain, because I feel like once you start explaining anything, you're, you're getting into giving away the plot territory. <laughs> so sure. uh, I'm going to leave it there for now. We'll give our spoiler-free impressions and feelings, and then we can get into the actual meat of the, the thing. But uh, Tim! Yeah? It's been a long time since I've asked this question. What did you think of the film? <laughs> Ooh, I loved it. Um... Yeah, I, I was pretty blown away by this, and it's it, it is very hard to talk about without giving um, anything away, like you said, because so much of why I love this, uh, you know, depends on you know, uh, I guess let's just say a, a twist uh, that happens at, at some point uh, in the story. Um, like maybe for the first, gee, I don't know, like. Oh, it seems more, like more than half of the movie. It seems like a pretty standard horror movie to the point where I was like, oh, I, don't, I mean, I like James Wan, but I don't know if this is that great. Like, it's okay or, or whatever. Um, but then once the, you know, real <laughs> kind of flip or whatever you want to call it uh, that happens, uh, I was so pulled in and I just really was glued to my TV for every like second of it. Um, I, I guess probably important to say, or maybe not important, but uh, yeah, I, I watch this on HBO Max, which um, you know, I'm very very happy for HBO Max because the between the pandemic and you know having a newborn baby, there's no way I'm able to get to a theater. Like if it was one or the other, yeah, I could probably find time or justifications to get to it, but. Having both is just like, oh, yeah, I'm just never <laughs> going to like see a theater anytime soon. Uh, so I, I'm loving, you know, these movies that are having, um, you know, day and date releases, even though, you know, I love going to the theater. I love going to the movies. I would very be very, very happy to uh, just, you know, uh, while my wife and child are sleeping, just give them a little kiss on the forehead and just kind of sneak out and drive down to the theater and say, you know, Whoa. one ticket for... So sneaking out like you're seeing a mistress? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Movies are my mistresses, is what I say uh, to the person taking my ticket, and they don't care. Um, probably can't even hear me because I'll be wearing a mask. Even though I am vaccinated, I will still be wearing a mask. Um but uh, no, I mean, there's especially right now, there's, oh, there's actually a lot of stuff I want to see. Like, I wish I could have seen Nighthouse. I wish I could have seen the new Candyman, even though it's coming on VOD soon. So, um, you know, spoiler alert, we'll probably be doing that at some point. Um, you know, uh, and then a lot of stuff coming up uh, that looks good. But uh, regardless, you know, our beloved uh, <laughs> gods over at the streaming service that is HBO Max, a streaming service that has brought us things such as uh, the Titans show, for one. Um, they're now bringing us, uh, things such as <laughs> Malignant that we can watch from the comfort of our home. Uh, we can watch Dick Grayson <laughs> stab a guy in the dick and then follow it up with James Wan's new horror movie, 
which we originally covered on the show in the news, uh, which then was known as Silver Cup. And I believe you insisted that it was a werewolf movie, even though I told you it was going to be uh, a, a malignant movie. Hold on, um, so hold on, so I feel like you've flipped this around. I, <laughs> I, 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 I don't remember me being the one who thought it was a werewolf movie. Well, I, I will have uh, someone go back and play the tapes. And also, can, we'll I just, see. can I just point out that Tim yeah. has just explained the scenario in which on HBO Max <laughs> you can enjoy an episode of Titans before you watch James <laughs> Wan's new horror film, Malignant. Yeah, why not? <laughs> That's the evening that Tim is recommending for you and your Malignant viewing experience. I just want to throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's a, I, I'm, there's definitely a lot more stuff that we can go into, but, uh, yeah, I've said my piece, I'm done. Um, I'll, I'll leave the rest to you. Okay. Okay. Well, what's funny is I'd heard some buzz about this. Obviously it came out like, mm-hmm. I mean, at the time you were recording this, it came out what last week and there was buzz all over Twitter and I was like, Oh, it's getting good, good, Hello. good, good buzz. Yeah. Little movie bees just buzzing around. Yeah, yeah, people were seeming to like it. Not just you, but I was seeing, you know, various people on my timeline on Twitter or whatever just <laughs> being very positive. Your um, various, uh, your Connors, your Matthews. <laughs> Not them, no. <laughs> <laughs> but lo and behold, one of our, our regulars, one of our patrons, Cindy, uh, just happened to mention in the Discord that she thought I would hate it, right? <laughs> This was the, this is the one thing I saw that gave me a hint that maybe I would I would not like the movie because everything else seemed to be very positive but there was this was one very poignant and very very targeted sentiment <laughs> that I specifically would not like this so I sat down to watch it you know today and I'm it's okay let's, let's see what it's like let's see what it is I had no idea what the plot was I would really I'd stayed in the dark I didn't watch a trailer I, I just went in blind. I- I don't remember. Yeah, I'm not sure if I even saw a trailer either, or if I did, I don't think the trailer was very memorable. Which I I will give credit to them. I don't think the trailer really reveals too much. Which mm. um, I think in this day and age is definitely saying something. Like I I think there's uh you know very good on them for not like spoiling everything in the trailer or having like you know two week early reviews of people saying like oh my god you're not gonna believe when this happens like. The, Good on them for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, movie opens. It's got this kind of, you know, they're in the nineties, and it's like a VHS recording of like some weird <laughs> thing in a hospital's gone wrong. And I'm like, all right, all right, I'm getting, I'm getting into this. It remind you of your birth. Nineties <laughs> <laughs> hospital gone wrong. Oh, I missed that cunning word. Uh, I was born in '89. Thank you very much. Just uh, yeah, right. <laughs> just for the record. I believe that when I see it. Uh. But of course, that's, that's, that's like a prologue, so it's got a little tease, and then it cuts to the present day story. Mm-hmm. And this is all where it went crashing downhill. <laughs> I. Like, I kind of hated it. <gasps> I kind of hated it. Bad opinion. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. Hot take, hot take. Don't Ooh, get me wrong. Hot, 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 hot. The twist it has is definitely mm-hmm. its its selling point right Hell it's yeah. definitely the thing that people are going to remember from it and it's mm. definitely got some big sequences that it gets out mm-hmm. of its twist once it hits Hell yeah i don't necessarily know if i like those sequences in the context of a horror movie mm. <laughs> but 
Interesting, okay. I can get on board at least why people like those sections. However, the 90... Because this is, this is almost two hours long, this. This is an hour and 50, yep. this movie. The 90 minutes of extremely generic, overly edited bad horror movie before mm. that point with random spots of exposition and a lead actress who has, like, just a vacuum where charisma is supposed to be held just <laughs> oh my. was so tedious to get through. I And, like, the cop character I thought was bland and looked like he was off a CW show. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I, I, I thought the, the cast, for the most part, or at least the characters, if, if not to pick on the cast, I thought were mostly really just two-dimensional and dull... I didn't like the characters. I wasn't invested in the mystery of the story. There's a couple of nice shots or creepy moments here or there, but for the most part, I thought a lot of the horror stuff kind of... Like, I'll just say this. When your killer has kind of a more of a parkour kind of movement set, it's a, it, it, I don't know, it doesn't work in a horror movie. I just I wasn't really quite feeling it. Uh, there's a, a lot of Dutch angles. Like, Juan was like... He was all over the Dutch angles with this one. Uh, so... Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, I wasn't into it. I'm sorry. I, I, I kind of... I wanted to like it. I really did. Such a shame. Such a shame. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it looks like I'll be looking for a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> it was a short-lived return to Streams After yeah. Midnight. <laughs> yeah, well, I, now I, it's you that's getting booted off. I'll, uh, oh, yeah, okay. I'll start mine. I'll do the... Um, uh, the enchanted uh knife glove <laughs> okay <laughs> okay that was a dig at sacred hockey mask i get it <laughs> i get it uh but very good yes uh so uh, yeah now here here's what i will say to uh kind of defend it and what i think a lot of people uh also used to justify it which I, I don't know, this might seem like a, a crappy answer or anything, but I mean, I do agree that there is some stuff like that is <laughs> like not like well done. Like there is like some like there's a, well, actually I would say like there's a lot of stuff that's like very over dramatic. And mm-hmm. I, honestly, yeah, I think some of the performances aren't well. Uh, but what I think kind of like justifies it for me is once the you know kind of twist thing happens and the movie's like full kind of like goofy and camp you know what i mean like it it, it i think the, the whole movie in general is very campy you just don't kind of realize it until you know that that twist that comes like late in the movie um but for me i, I don't know that kind of like justifies it a little but i mean i, I can definitely see why yeah like some people wouldn't be like so as into it what's funny is that the opening with the, the flashback of like the, the spooky 90s hospital right mm-hmm. That set up a very pulpy tone, and I was like, okay, I'm into this pulpy mad science, whatever this is going to be. But you know I, what that actually kind of reminded me of, which I mean, it, you know, <laughs> I don't think it's gonna, you know, win you over because uh, mm-hmm. I know you're not not as much of a fan as me. But I actually, got kind of a Raimi esque like vibe, especially like in the beginning. There was, you know, they did a lot of those like kind of like yeah. you know fast like tight you know uh, like zoom shots and stuff but- and. Uh, I, I was kind of into that opening though and I think the problem is is that when it cut to present day and it's like a couple in a house mm. spooky things are going because you know, there is a period of time early on in this film where it does feel like it's going to just be like another you know another conjuring or insidious where there's like a spooky right. thing happening in the house it, that's not really quite what it becomes but it definitely mm. has that feeling for a little bit and 
you know, I thought the like I don't really think the lead actress is that good. I thought the the writing for the abusive husband character, I thought for his whole yeah, his whole character just felt like it's because they had to like get through this idea. They had to set up that he was an abusive dick bag, and like show him being that. And then have his demise, which is not a spoiler because it's kind of the setup for the main story. And it's like, a very early yeah. one, yeah. Um, but that all happens. It, it does so... feel good, like when he gets it, though, because he is yeah such oh, a sure, piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> but all of that happens so quickly. Like the movie feels like there's there's so many ideas to go through that it's kind mm-hmm. of like on this adrenaline kick, and the editing kind of goes along with that, where there's so many like sped up shots. Like there's scenes later on where a character's driving somewhere, and it does that thing where the 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 flying shot of the road like speeds up, so it's going like super fast, and I'm like. I don't know, like everything. Like it, it, I, I was get being sold in the first like few minutes this pulpy mad science thing, and I was like, yeah, I'm getting into this, <laughs> and then it turned into kind of a pulpy, but mostly it's still playing on the tw- 2010s like supernatural house tropes mm. of of a movie, uh, and then it, it goes away from the supernatural kind of, uh, you know, kind of, uh, but then it brings in the oh we have detectives investigating the things going on and those felt very cliched to me i just i don't think that the, the bulk of the movie is actually that enjoyable to sit through even though there's a couple of fun sequences towards the end but i think the thing that's kind of weird though is like you know james wan is like good at that stuff like mm. you know the insidious movies and conjuring like you know they're pretty good movies but you know i don't think they're necessarily like breaking the mold but he is you know he, he can do that kind of haunted house movie uh well but i i mean i th- i don't know if it's because um you know I, I think he's been saying this a lot and a lot of people have been uh saying it too that you know he was very much inspired by uh jalo for this movie and he kind of i think he said that he specifically like wanted to do his version of a jalo movie which you know honestly i can kind of see like there is mm, you know, a bit of an over the over the topness I, I think there's you know definitely some like brutal stuff that i feel like oh yeah like i could see that um there's like one um death in particular that i thought was like very visceral um and uh you know and then uh, I, I don't think it has maybe necessarily as much style as you know like we would be used to be seeing in, in a shallow but i can see it as maybe him trying to like adopt it for you know in, in some aspects and i think that plays into Again, some of the over dramatics, kind of over the top uh, stuff, because I, I feel like you yeah, see that in uh, Jello as well. But yeah, I think. But you also have like a really ridiculous plot in this, in a lot of ways. Sure. So, so there's a lot of other things sort of mixing in with it that kind of, and also the, like I mentioned the the sort of the, the killer element having like a sort of Parker vibe. It's actually like it's kind of like a really. It was reminding me of V for Vendetta more than anything else. It's so weird. Okay. <laughs> it was like okay. V with all the hair and the jumping around. I think, and... oh, okay, I think I can kind of see what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, like there's a lot of V for Vendetta, which was a really weird thing to be thinking about when I'm watching a James Wan horror movie. Um, sure. So, yeah, I. You know what? It's fine. It's not for me. I do think some of it's objectively bad, and I do think there's a it's a bit overlong, <laughs> and it could probably succinctly get some of its plot ideas across with less like plodding exposition. And I think I mean like I think I'll yeah I'll agree with you uh, with the length part. Uh, yeah, I feel like it definitely could have been shortened, um, you know, down. Um, 
yeah because I, I i was watching this i think it was like late last friday yeah like when it first came out and um you know and i was like very tired from like you know long work week and stuff and like i started it kind of late at night and i got to a point where i was like just about to shut it off i was like you know i just uh, i can't stay up much longer i'm just gonna shut it off and finish it up tomorrow and then like that was like right when you know the big thing happens and uh, at that point i was like oh no no way am i going to sleep now uh, <laughs> i want to see this play out but yeah i could definitely see um uh, yeah that kind of first like chunk uh, like you said it, it is pretty long to kind of get to where it's going but it can be a little plotting at times uh so i'll give you that but other than that no weaknesses <laughs> <laughs> no weaknesses all right yeah Uh-oh. strong movie all right, Daddy approves. <laughs> apparently, Daddy approves. I love how the first thing we talked about when you came back was something we just completely disagree on. Of course, of course. <laughs> By the second day, if we have Leprechaun in the hoods next, then we turn a roll. Oh no! Is, is Tim not a, a huge fan of Leprechaun in the hood too? Is oh no, no, I'm not saying that. Oh. I'm just thinking that you know we'll we'll let the yeah we'll let the fans decide. We'll see who they agree with. <laughs> okay, okay. Or dare were you? Or were you there suggesting with that noise that I may actually end up being surprised and like the next Leprechaun? I highly doubt it, but uh, we never know. We'll You're see. Due for one, <laughs> I'd be surprised if you hated every Leprechaun movie. Eventually, you're gonna have to like one. Maybe the reboot one with a. Uh... Oh, <laughs> before they came down <laughs> before they came back and did the sequel to the original because even leprechaun got that treatment eventually um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weird so all right well i guess we'll get a spoiler warning so we can actually start talking about the the plot and dig into the some of the juicier details perhaps um cool Honestly, like, if because this movie's twist being such a factor and everything that it's doing, I, I don't know if we're going to go through an order this time. I think we actually sure. might discuss the twist and then kind of like work our way back and talk about the various things that kind of build up to it. Uh, so yeah, so spoilers. It's like, uh, so just a so case spoilers. We're in full spoilers yeah. now. Right. It's like uh, drinking a soda. You have to you have to twist first before you can enjoy it. Yes. Well, it's funny because in, in many ways, this movie's twist is a literal twist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So the, the, the twist job. in this movie is that the killer, because it, it, it really does pretend that it may be supernatural at first. In fact, one of the mm-hmm. creepiest moments I thought that were in the movie, or one of the coolest visuals, is after the husband's been killed by this, you know, mysterious, almost, because the first time you see the killer, it looks almost like a grudge-esque kind of ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the long hair, just all in shadow kind of thing. But the first time you see after that, when she's back at the house after losing, because she's pregnant at the start of the movie and she loses her baby in this attack, is she is this, there's a moment where she looks out of her window and there's like a street light goes out. And you just see kind of the silhouette of this like all black kind of ghostly figure standing in front of the, the street light when it's turned off. And I thought that image was really cool. And it really, it felt like it was setting me up for like a ghosty movie. Like, I was like, oh, it's a demon, or it's something, this is, um... We know how much you love your supernatural <laughs> movies. Well, I mean, James Wan's made some good ones, so I had no reason to think <laughs> that I wouldn't be into it if it's done well. Um, but then it becomes more like, nah, there's more like a killer out there, and there's maybe, like, a supernatural connection between the main character and the killer. Uh, like, she seems to be witnessing some of the murders psychically, or something like that, is kind of what it's setting up. But... And now- 
Oh. And then, wait a minute, before we get to the actual twist, uh, I want to know, like, did you see it coming or were you completely surprised? Uh... Well, I mean, it makes it pretty clear that she has a connection to this imaginary friend as a kid. Um, I think, like, I wouldn't say I, I figured out the exact twist early. I would say that in the minutes leading up to it, though, it clicked what it was going to be. But I don't know if that's necessarily predicted or if it's just more, no, no, as things are starting to come together, you're supposed to kind of yeah. figure out. Um, yeah, because I, I felt like I knew... Like, how do you explain it? Like, I like I knew what the killer was, but I didn't know, like, the lengths that it was going to go. <laughs> like, if that makes yeah, any, like, any you sense. Al- like, you always knew the killer was, like, the disconnected twin, but then the twist was really more that it wasn't yeah. disconnected. Is that, so the twist is, is that the killer is a twin that was cut away. This, this awful, apparently super strength-enabled <laughs> twin like uh, like a deformed twin in her back, right? So when you see like and the it has, flashbacks, has like superpowers, like it's like kind of like psychic and has like some type of electricity powers or something. Well, it's only psychic with her because they share a brain. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. it doesn't just psychic, but you're right. It has electric. It can talk through radios and shit. <laughs> um, which doesn't actually come up as much as you think it would. Like they set that up at the start, and it's only used like maybe once later in the movie. Yeah, like I mean, so you know whatever, but. So the twist is, is that when her abusive husband hit her head at the start of the movie, it kind of woke up this demonic twin again, right? Because they, even though they cut most of them away, part of it they couldn't without killing her, so they actually just kind of squished, <laughs> squished, squished his head yeah. back into her head. And like, and it's so <laughs> wild when they show it because they, they like, like you understand that they're coming to this some type of like you know, uh, twin conjoined twin kind of thing but then when they actually show it it's like this thing that's like attached to her back it almost looked like a cockroach or something like this thing with like these little arms it's like it's like it's i don't know it's so stupid but in like such like a a cool fun way like i just loved like how outrageous it was and then yeah they couldn't remove all of it so they just had to shove (laughs) what was left in her brain and it's like yeah this movie is really doing like you know going through like some gymnastics to like justify this like Mm -hmm. all right so uh, yeah i i guess uh it was still living inside of her and like feeding off her fetuses so that's why she can never get pregnant but then it was like awakened again once her abusive husband like hit her on the head which is like (laughs) like such like a leap to make but again it's one of those things that's like so campy that i kind of loved it (laughs) that's the weird thing is that some of the ideas in this i kind of love and i think if the movie just didn't look and feel like such a crappy 2010s horror movie i might be into it more <laughs> like you know because it has that look when they go back to the house it looks like every this house is haunted movie from sure, the last yeah. like 10 15 years it really does have that look and feel for a lot of it which is really really annoying but yeah so whenever you see the killer happy and there was a moment actually i noticed uh, in one of the deaths where it kind of looked like the legs were facing the wrong way but that wasn't a mistake, obviously, given what the twist turns out to be. So every time you see the killer... It would not appear under uh, IMDb's uh, goofs no, section. No, it would not. But every time you see the killer, you know, the long, dark hair is a signifying thing. Mm-hmm. And it turns out it's because this demonic-looking, sort of mutilated face is like coming out the back of her head, and it's actually shown mm-hmm. through her back of her hair. Um, 
So we get this sequence, and I actually thought the start of this sequence was pretty bad. Uh, not the, like, before the twist happens, uh, because they suspect that she's the killer, because, like, they, they found stuff in her house and whatever. Um, she's and in there's a... a- um, her mother is uh her birth mother has been like kidnapped and missing oh. for a while and they find out that she's been like in her attic the whole time yeah which is kind of a twist in of itself because she falls because we, we know she's been kidnapped by the killer but oh. she, she falls through the the seal i was leaving that till later but yes that's the exact thing oh, they find. <laughs> yeah. but yeah uh but she's in a jail cell with like you know a bunch of other random women who have been arrested for things mm-hmm. and i thought this scene was so bad because like these caricatures <laughs> of like tough women try to like pick on her and like pick a fight with her were just so what over the it? top. Uh, Zoe Bell, I think, was like the main like, yeah, leader. Yeah, <laughs> um, but oh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand why this is the setting for this moment because mm-hmm. when Gabriel, which is the you know the the other entity, <laughs> the twin, mm-hmm. whatever you call him, uh, <laughs> when he comes out and takes over. Um, it's basically like a bloodbath where he kills every single woman in the cell, (laughs) right? And it's really over the top. And I think, as much as I love the ridiculousness of this, and then of course there's a scene, and like almost right after this, where it's like it's like a John Wick V for Vendetta esque (laughs) scene, like mixed with Mm -hmm. the scene from Terminator, where Terminator like kills all the police in the police station where like it's just this big action sequence which is like not a horror movie sequence it's an action movie sequence but i think what makes it feel kind of like off to me and why i just can't love it quite enough i mean ignoring the fact that i just thought most of the movie was boring before this and just contrived and a bunch of you know cliches is that so much of this is like cg action like so much of this is like cg effects pulling off the stuff because there's a moment earlier on where the cops chasing the killer and the killer's going down the fire escapes and i'm like this just isn't scary this isn't this, or it isn't like a horror movie villain it looks just goofy like a cgi character in an action movie like jumping down the fire escape so it just doesn't have any like atmosphere or vibe or like you know it it, it looks kind of cheap and hokey to me Mm. That, that moment specifically and i'm not saying that mm. there, there isn't impressive what's done in <laughs> these two big sequences at the police station in the jail cell and out in the main area but you have to admit it's not really, really a horror movie anymore the, the, this, this killer is doing i don't have to admit anything <laughs> this this killer is dodging like gunshots and like spinning around and kicking things across the room and doing leaps that like spider-man would do <laughs> like, come on you need to you know i mean no pun intended but you need to open up your mind to <laughs> what a horror movie can be like i'm sorry it's not always gonna be some guy with a sheet over their head you know trying to scare you it's you know like it, it's not all ghosts and goblins and stuff like <laughs> like sometimes a horror movie can be you know, someone's awakened twin fetus who is, you know, doing backwards parkour, trying to get away from the police. And that's the thing. Sometimes that's just what a horror movie is. Because his murder weapon of choice is this, like, statue that he t- took from one of his victims, the, you know, the doctor who was doing the experiments Hell and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's such a, like, a theatrical the weapon that the looks... irony of <laughs> inflicting pain upon those who heal. I... Oh, it's so good. 
<laughs> See, now you sound like you're, you're talking about a leprechaun movie. You've got that tone in your voice now. That delirious, like, I'm going to just pretend this is the best thing ever. Like, it's cinematic excellence. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, it's like me talking about Jason Takes Manhattan. Um, anyway, so... Good movie. I agree, it's a good movie. Uh, but, like... The cloak with this dagger and like the John Wick style. If I not even John Wick, sorry, I should I shouldn't say John Wick. It's more like Neo. It's like Neo in the Matrix. That hell yeah. That is the level Matrix resurrection of skill, which has been displayed by this killer. <laughs> and there's just a point where you're just seeing too much fancy flippy doos that it's just not again. Flippy doos. <laughs> it's not intimidating. It, it's. You know, it's, it's it's action movie stuff. So you wouldn't, if you saw that in real life, you wouldn't have been intimidated. That's not fair. <laughs> you, you you can't say that just because something scary in real life means that it's instantly a scary thing in a movie. Okay. I mean, you you specifically said intimidated, which I I don't know. <laughs> that would intimidate the shit out of me. In, in a horror movie way, it's intimidating and <laughs> like oh like a, a badass villain, but then there's going to be a hero who can like do the same shit. That we go have a big fight kind of thing like uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just it, it's a case of showing too much to the point where it becomes you know it becomes like a a hollywood action movie and i don't know i like i feel like now james Ryan, on action movies <laughs> J, J, well no i like them in an action movie like there's a, there's a, there's a place <laughs> for this type of sequence and i just felt like James Wan should have left this shit behind in his crappy Aquaman movie. And Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Shots fired. Yeah, Aquaman wasn't good. I wasn't really blaming him for it though, but like Aquaman wasn't that good. Mm. Um Interesting. Okay. I was sorry, did you love Aquaman? Were you like really into that? Um you know, I I, I really wanted to be because I, I I'd heard people kind of I guess in a similar fashion, people are like, oh, well, this is actually like kind of so crazy. It rules. And um, I wasn't super impressed with it. There were parts that I liked, um, but then there's also part a lot of parts that I didn't like. So. Those parts are okay. It was hard to watch. Yeah. The, the final like 20 minute big fight sequence underwater was just a mess. So you couldn't really follow it. You didn't really care about anything that was going on. It was just a bunch of CG armies. You know? Yeah. Uh, <sighs> it's a shame because Aquaman, obviously, one of DC's best characters. Uh, and I am not joking about that. I love Aquaman. <laughs> I mean, I like a lot of DC characters. I don't know if I'd go that far, but he does get disrespected, so I'm not going to fight you on it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I I just... I, there's a point where... It be, like, I want to make this clear. Like, this silly point that it surpasses, like, I can still have fun with that and just say this is a great, like, ridiculous movie and just be into it. Um, then do it <laughs> say it <laughs> but well no but because it was it was too, it was too boring and too contrived for too long before this oh, point I, I i've seen you watch two hours of just like french people melting butter on a plate and calling it genius <laughs> and like <laughs> and this you can't give nine minutes to of the man that honestly changed your life <laughs> by showing you what <laughs> <laughs> he did what now? <laughs> you said you said your life was changed when you saw uh insidious 2 <laughs> it's a, a two insidious that's the one you went with insidious 2 uh i mean i like insidious 2 well enough I like it more there than this <laughs> it's probably controversial now because people seem to love this movie for some reason yeah <laughs> 
Insidious is his best movie. <laughs> then Conjuring 2. I don't know where I go I after that. I, I, I think about uh, that. I mean, yeah, I mean, those are... I mean, I, I like both Insidious. I like both Conjuring. Um, what, can, what can I say? Uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm not a Fast and Furious guy, so I, haven't, I can't... <laughs> I, I haven't seen them, so I can't uh, judge them. I'm, Which I'm sure one? it's great. Was it 7 he did or was it 8 he did? I can't remember. Uh, I think it's 7... I think it's one that... I, I could be wrong, but I think it's one people don't love... Okay. If there is such a thing as people not liking a Fast and Furious movie, um, well, I, I don't let think me, it's... Let me list the ones I don't like, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, the... Yeah, and then, you know, Aquaman we talked about. Uh, Saw, I mean, I think we're pretty much on the record. That's yeah. how we feel about that we're, movie. We've been in depth. Yeah. Uh, and then Dead Silent, which... Uh, yeah, I don't know. A movie that I think is very bad, but after watching this movie, I, I was kind of like, maybe I should give it another shot. Because <laughs> I did like this movie so much. And one thing that I, I think is kind of interesting is this does feel like kind of a... like a, a melting pot of all of his movies. Like, you know, I, like I can, I can see some, like, you know, kind of like the beginning like um haunted house kind of parts you know those kind of remind you of like insidious and conjuring a little bit and then like you know like once st like stuff kind of gets crazy and a little more actiony and like you know sped up like oh yeah i can kind of feel like you know this is like saw a bit and then like some of the really like kind of campy over dramatic stuff maybe reminds me of like dead silent and then uh i would argue know, I the, the the, the twist <laughs> like the, the the killer being like like on her the whole time isn't really that dissimilar to the killer's been on the floor the whole time and when you think sure. about it like yeah. there's there's definitely kind yeah. of a similar like i don't know like taste he has in terms of his twists yeah. oh yeah without a doubt yeah so i mean I, I, yeah i kind of see that uh yeah so i mean to work back i mean we should not be killed just some of the other characters uh sure 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 so in terms of kills but obviously the husband's first to go um I guess his head all twisted back round. Uh, we have the, the order here. I, I think it's the doctor lady who's next, who is killed mm -hmm. with her, her statue, her, her award, her trophy. Yeah. Um, and that's whatever. And one, one of the things that starts happening here, and this is where, and this part of the film I felt went on too long, but this was, as as the killer's doing this, like, uh, our main character, she starts to, like, sort of see the killings happening, like she's there. Mm -hmm. um, and, of course, later on when we find out what's actually going on basically she is really there she's kind of asleep but she's also kind of seeing it right but the the, yeah. the, the killer and the back of her head's kind of like putting her into like a main prison where she's like disconnected from it and doesn't realize that she's just actually in the room um but uh pr probably the, the most brutal death i think unless i'm misremembering one is i mean not not counting just the the scenes of carnage at the end where there's like limbs being snapped yeah. and you know so on and so on but uh it's probably the old guy in his bed yeah uh, yeah he gets stabbed repeatedly uh like like squarely in the face <laughs> yeah yeah that, that was definitely uh like oh boy uh that, that was one to remember and because the detective has traced, like, this guy uh, from... Actually, there was another old guy that died before that, because there was one where 
the main character and her sister go to the cops to say, hey, I keep seeing these murders and I think there's been a murder at this location. And they don't really believe her, but they go anyway, but they find the guy. So there was another guy as well. <laughs> He's hunting the, like, original team of doctors that um put him away. When they, yes. they, they had, like, a phrase where they t- say, cut the cancer out, something like that. Yeah, hence the title. Malignant, yeah. Malignant. <laughs> It's a cancer, like, uh... Oh, who can I pick on? <laughs> who can I call a cancer? <laughs> I thought you were going to pick on someone with cancer. I was like, jeez. Oh, no, 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 That's a bit much. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, like, uh... Tara? <laughs> what? what? No, not someone, I, not someone I know personally. <laughs> I don't know, Joe Rogan, maybe? I don't know. Something like that. Oh, yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> um so I, I i did feel this part of the movie goes on too long and there's a lot of like her being back at her house and their sister try to connect to her and she reveals she's adopted and, of, and there's a whole backstory here it's, it's very freddy krueger so the main character is actually the daughter of a teenage mother who was raped and the mother like gave her up for this to this hospital to you know because she has this weird you know, twin that's on her back. Um, and, uh, okay, okay, this is all fine. And actually, the actress who plays the young version of her main character, who we see a lot of once they start finding the old uh, home video stuff, um, uh, and their mother, their adopted mother, is played by Moira Queen from Arrow. Uh, so, you know, screw that show, just uh, since I'm on the subject. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, the young actress who plays the young version is McKenna Grace, who has been in so many things in the last couple of years, playing the young... She was the young version of Sabrina in a flashback in the new Sabrina show. Oh. <laughs> she was the young version of... Uh, Tonya Harding. Tony Soprano. <laughs> no, Tonya Harding in the I, Tonya movie. Oh, okay. uh, she was... And she, she was in... I mean, you saw her in... Uh, she was in Haunted in the Hell House, right? She was one of the... The kids in that. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. So, so she's been all over the place. A couple she's, of kids in that. Yeah, she's she's the you know she's one of the like every so often we seem to have one of these kids who like like uh like Holy Grace Moretz was that for a little bit where she's she was the kid and everything for a couple of years and then if they're any good they'll stick around and be an adult actor after that point. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, sure. But uh, so she's she's in there. Um, she's 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 you know she's a solid little actress. She she's kind of I didn't recognize her right away. Because obviously every time I see her, she's aged a year, and she's at that age where, like you know, there's enough of a difference each time that it's not obvious. But good to know you're keeping tabs on her. I'm not. Shut up! Don't be weird. (laughs) (laughs) So, so that's all backstory. Because they go to their mother at one point, and she explains she adopts. Oh, hey, we've got these whole movies where you talked about this Gabriel character <laughs> it's so funny that like <laughs> they, like they're they're explaining everything and like yeah she just happens to have <laughs> these whole movies <laughs> like all about it <laughs> yeah she's got these whole movies about gabriel and then when the sister character who i actually thought was more likable to be honest out of the two uh but she <laughs> but she like takes a trip out to the abandoned hospital and mm. goes searching and i can't believe how little they use this location. They have this big, creepy, abandoned hospital where weird experiments happened, like, in the 90s. And it's one quick scene of her. She gets spooked out briefly, but she goes and finds some tapes. So there's more VHS tapes to watch. 
of like the, yeah. the records of the experiments and what they did and all the rest of it. And this is when they finally reveal what the the twin looked like and this is what you know and this sort of plays sort of at the same time as the uh the jail cell stuff so it can all happens at once but there's so, there's so many like just so many bits and what really bugged me is that the main character randomly at various points in the film just had new ideas where she would just all of a sudden say i think the killer's name is gabriel i think mm-hmm. like i just know his name is gabriel and it comes out of nowhere like there's not there's nothing like that in cars because they're twins this is <laughs> what do you want this is this is script like rules okay well, well i mean that you know obviously he can't give it away for you you know right again this is a movie that implores you to rewatch oh it <laughs> like it, there's just there's so many things where she'll just randomly have new information that's occurred to her and there's not really much of a like a trigger for each of these things and that kind of annoys me. Uh, the shooting style when it does gets all hyperkinetic annoys me. It's all these quick cuts of like the the blade in the hand of the killer and the blah, 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 blah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> look, I just the movie's so dull for so long. I mean, did you like the the plot thread that the cop kind of fancies her sister? Uh, so he's, he kind of like isn't a dick to her. And his partner's like, you've got the hots for her because you're looking up leads. I mean, it doesn't bother me that much because it's like a couple of minutes in the movie. It's not, it, it didn't like take up that much time. Yeah. But then there's also the evidence girl who seems to have the hots for the cop, which also kind of went nowhere or never really came up again. <laughs> it's called character work. They, 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 you know, the, they're not these 2D characters that. You know, you just get one line out of the, you know, he's giving you a little, a little salt and pepper, uh, you know, adding a little flavor mm. to the movie to show that these are actual real people. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I see what you're saying, uh, but I mean, I, again, that stuff just doesn't really bother me. Um, the, like, you know, I, I was, uh, I, I was invested for the most part, uh, at the very least, just to kind of find out what is going on. Um, and then I, you know, I admit it was a bit slow, but then once, um, you know, the twist happens and I am, I was like, you know, fully on board. And I, I feel like, you know, that's when everything starts to get really crazy and campy, uh, and over the top, which really, really worked for me. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to say. Like, I, I, I feel like I could see some of these kind of things bothering me in other movies. Um, and I don't know if it's just, um, Maybe I give a bit more of a pass to James Wan or something, or just because uh, I don't know, it was hitting me the the right way or something. But I don't know, I, I was into it. it. It worked for me. Such a Wan stan. <laughs> I stand when you stand Wan. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know. I think the problem is is that I I didn't really enjoy the kill scenes that much. Just because you usually if if you're watching like a slasher movie or you're watching like anything else that has like sort of kills every so often, if the characters aren't that great, you know those are kind of your your exciting moments that break up the the plot. That's not as interesting. But because I didn't really like how they were shot because it was too just over the top and its filming style, um, mm. I didn't really find a lot to like for large stretches of the movie. I mean, I admit, I, I like the, the over-the-top, like, nature of the twist. Like, I kind of love the balls of it, and I love the the, the <laughs> idea of it, but... 
didn't necessarily make up for the movie and I still didn't necessarily feel like it fit a horror movie once it went really crazy with the not so much in the jail cell in the jail cell felt about right but the once it went out into the police station proper and it became like like i say v for v for vendetta fighting a bunch of cops just with a bit of extra violence (laughs) it was like what is this what am i watching right now uh so the climax of the movie is uh like Basically, the woman that was kidnapped earlier on, who was like a tour guide in the like the spooky underground of Seattle, she's the real mother of, of her main character, and the killer Gabriel blames her for giving them up at birth, so wants to kill her. Uh, so she was still, you know, when she fell through the, the the ceiling and came into the house from the attic earlier on, she she was still alive. She survived that, and she's in the hospital. So the killer's going there. Uh, the, the sister tries to go there, um, gets hurt. Uh, the killer's threatening her. The sister's sort of pleading with the main character, hey, I know you're in there. I know you can fight back. I know you can take control. Uh, the mother's saying sorry. All the rest of it. Um, the cop tries to like intervene, but gets you know shot or stabbed very <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> um, and i'll admit like as far as like seeing things coming i kind of saw the ending coming a little bit because like, it does this thing where it shows you the killer like kill the sister by shooting her in the head and i kind of immediately went i don't think that happened i think the sister's doing to him what he's been doing to her the whole movie where the reality is now kind of flipped and it's not real anymore um so and and, and that's not a critique it's so a, much as chris angel would say it's a mind freak <laughs> and that's not a critique so much in the sense that it set up for that, so it didn't feel like a cheat. Like I didn't feel, it didn't feel cheap that it did that because it kind of fit the logic that had been set up with how she was being affected by him throughout the movie. So that's not a complaint. Uh, it's just a okay. I can kind of see what it's going to do here. Um, but yeah, she basically forces him into a main prison, um, and the sister's okay, and she gives this awful on the nose speech about. I was searching for a biological relative. That's why I wanted a baby so bad. But it turns out my real sister was right in front of me the whole time. You are my family. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And that's what the movie ends. You know, it fades to credits, uh, basically there. I'm sure I've glossed over some details, but I, uh, like, yeah, I, 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 I wanted to like this and I was excited because it's James Wan's new horror movie. And... I just there, there was too much of things I just really didn't like for far too much of the long run time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I I can appreciate the silliness of like the big action sequences. Don't get me wrong, I don't hate them, hate them because I at least I appreciate just how silly and fun it kind of is. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it kind of like there's times where this felt like it wanted me to treat this like a proper James Bond horror movie, and then there's times where it's like, no, this is a parody of like a horror movie. <laughs> Like, yeah. you know, pick a lane, I guess, is, is what I'm saying. Inconsistent tone, maybe. This is maybe what I'm getting at, but... I mean, that's fair. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm uh, joking around with you a bit, but I mean, I, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I can't really argue with it too much. Um, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I can't really say much against it other than, like, yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but honestly, like, it didn't really bother me. Just, you know, when I wa- watched it, it worked for me, and then... Um, yeah, you know, hey, I got to enjoy a movie and you didn't, so who, <laughs> so who won? <laughs> yeah, fair point, I suppose. But uh, <laughs> yeah, 
I, I can't stress just how bland I think Annabelle Wallace is as a ca- as an actor. I, I like I don't think she's good in this at all. I mean, at least with the Annabelle movie, I just kind of like chalked up to well, that movie was just shit. So like, this was pr- it the first Annabelle she was in? Yeah, she was the lead in the first okay. Annabelle movie. Um, Yikes! <laughs> which is just you know coincidental that her name is Annabelle, but you know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I sure, mean, I'm sure it helped. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we cracked some jokes. When we reviewed Annabelle, I'm sure we cracked some jokes about it, but... Yeah, they were hilarious. Mine were, they don't know about yours. <laughs> they, were, they were very funny. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's sadly... It's like they're probably I, on set and they'd be like, hey, Annabelle, and she'd be like, hey, you mean me or the doll? Oh, yeah, I'm sure she, I'm sure she said that many times. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah. All right, we gotta lock up Annabelle now. She's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. You talking about me or the doll?" That's funny. You know, you know what good joke when the person telling it has to very sternly say at the end, "That's funny." <laughs> so, hey, I left. <laughs> yeah, I just you know, I'm disappointed. It's a shame. Uh, I was hoping oh, yeah. for a good one. And then here. I, for, I forgot to mention too, like once mm. Gabriel emerges, like she literally like rips like yeah. the back of her head open. It's so good. Yeah, the back of her head is very good at rehealing every time. Well, this is the thing. Yeah. Like, as much as I said it gets away from being supernatural, there still has to be some supernatural stuff. I mean, a, oh, yeah, yeah. He can talk through electronics. He he actually mm. stops a guy's pacemaker right towards the end. Um, he has super strength. In fact. <clears throat> Then she's like, hey, I can pick up this bed because the, 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 there's like a bed like on top of her sister. She's like, mm-hmm. I can pick this up. And she's like, oh, it's too heavy. She's like, no, no, he has the strength, so therefore so do mm-hmm. I. And she picks it up. Now, admittedly, he kicked it across the room like it was nothing and she has to struggle. But, <laughs> like, this, potentially you could have a sequel to this where she becomes a superhero because she discovers the super strength and, like, super speed and reflexes that he had. Well, <laughs> so, yeah. you know. I, what, what I think would be really cool is, like... Um, and I wonder maybe if you might find it more enjoyable than if they did do a sequel, but, you know, now they, if you have a sequel, everyone already knows what the deal is and what's going on. Mm. So you can kind of just start off like, you know, at like 10 on a you know, crazy scale instead of having to like build up to it and then just really go like all out. Um, I, I think that'd be interesting, but I mean, who knows what they want to do with it? Yeah, like instead of having to pretend... The, you know to, instead of having to guard the twist so much that you because I, I think you know obviously there's lots of good movies with twists where it goes into crazy territory when the twist hits but the movie's still very enjoyable for the everything else before that point uh, yeah. for me this is one where it isn't like you know like everything before the twist for the most part is pretty dull and contrived and uh once it goes into super camp territory i like don't get me wrong like, as much as i'm saying i don't necessarily think i like it as a horror movie when it like does the twist I will say that I did wake up. Like, I was bored <laughs> stiff before that point, and then I kind of woke up and went, oh, well, at least something's happening. There's interesting stuff going on now. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> so this is something. Like, stuff is going down. And I also was thinking at the end of the movie, I'm like, you know, obviously you're happy your sister regained control and all that, but the sister character, all I could think was like, like are you going to trust me in the same room with her ever again? Like, really? Like, at any point, this, this demonic killer brother could come out of the back of her head and like murder you <laughs> uh, well 
That's family. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I think just maybe you don't like twists, because I, I can think of one other movie that had a, a very delightful twist that you, you know, somehow seem to not enjoy. Would it spoil it to say what the movie is? No, but I mean, we've talked about it on the, sh on the show before. Okay. Oh. This, I mean, there's several movies movie... that I like that do have twists, just for the record. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It's a movie I like a lot, that, but you don't like. I don't know if that narrows it down too much. If, you, if you're referring to the sneeze thing at the start of uh, Leprechaun 2, then no. you've been absurd. Because you no, were on record a... of saying that was the greatest twist in cinematic history or something to that, that effect. Is... I, I, I mean, I, I do still stand by that, but I would say... <laughs> I, I would say, second to that, there, there's a movie I like that, that has a very good twist that... Um, it's a non-leprechaun movie that I, that I like okay. quite a bit that you don't enjoy. Give me a hint. <laughs> Give me a hint. <laughs> I mean, other than the leprechaun, like, what are the two movies that I like that we talk about a lot? The Boy? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, I suppose, I suppose, yes. I suppose that does have a twist, yes. Great twist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, Tim. You know, it's been like eight, nine months since we recorded, and I've not had to talk about the boy in that time. I'd forgotten it existed. I didn't leave. Life what? was life was calm and I'm happy. surprised you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I, I guess we could rate the movie. <laughs> Which would you yeah. give uh, *Malignant*? Uh, so, <clears throat> I mean, um, yeah, I, I don't really have that many problems with it. I, I, I mean, other than again, I would just agree that, you know, it's a, a bit slow and like a little over long, um, you know, in the beginning, but I mean, other than that, uh, I really enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I didn't really have the problems, uh, as much as you and then like, it's, uh, you know, like, even though like the, you know, <laughs> all the pre-twist stuff, um, I, I didn't really mind that stuff that much. Like, I wouldn't say I was crazy about it, but like, I also didn't hate it. Like, I was still invested in it and interested to see where it's going. And there was some stuff I liked, like, you know, I, I thought some of the brutal kills were cool and I don't know, just stuff like, I, I thought the weapon was like a very interesting, you know, like cool looking visual. And then like some of the weird visions and stuff had me intrigued. So while I wouldn't say like at that point it was my favorite movie, like I was still enjoying it and intrigued by it but then once the twist happens uh you know it was so kind of bonkers and wild i was just really like strapped in and focused and i, I feel like from then till the end of the movie i was just kind of like jumping up and down in my seat hooting and hollering just having a, a good old time at the movies inside my house uh which mm. hey what more can you ask for that's the power of cinema I can transport yes. you to places you've never seen or you know give you show you a way of life you didn't know was possible that's uh, the magic of film. So, um, yeah. I, I, so, uh, and honestly, I, I mean, I can't. I, I, yeah, since the <laughs> this is such a speech to justify the score you're about to give it. <laughs> well, no, well, no I, I mean, I was just gonna say, like, it might be like one of my you know favorite new movies of the year. I don't know if it's saying much because I don't know yeah, how many, how many new seen, movies yeah. I've actually seen. Uh, and especially now, it's so hard to tell because, like, sometimes I'll watch a movie that I haven't seen before, but then I'm like. All right, was this a movie that like is new or I forget did it come out last year or 
was it supposed to come out last year and was it delayed like you know is it truly a new movie can we ask ourselves that but i i can say for sure that this definitively was a new movie uh i, I had the same thought tim last week when i was watching citizen kane is this new is that, did, did this come out already <laughs> Uh, sometimes you try to play off that like you're not pretentious, but you're just sitting around watching Citizens Kane. Citizens Kane. <laughs> Citizens <on>. Kane. <laughs> Citizens Kane. That's cool. Is that the alienist to <laughs> alien of Citizen Kane? <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I should give my score before uh, I- I'm rudely interrupted once again. Uh, my, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give it an eight out of ten, baby. I love this movie. I think it was a bonkers and a wild, fun ride, and um. Dare I say, fans of the genre won't be disappointed. Actually, what genre do you think this... I mean, all in horror is a broad genre. Like, is there a specific subgenre of horror you think this falls into? Uh, yeah, I, I would say... Um, anthropomorphic tumors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so I will say that my score is probably, like at least a full point higher than it would have been because of the last like 20 minutes like like you know that 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 the twist onwards raised the whole thing by a point sure yeah uh so i'm going to say five out of ten okay but it would have been a four it would, it, like okay. that's what the movie was tracking before that point hey i've seen you rate lower so <laughs> you have we we have both given zeros and ones on this very show, Tim. That's true. Sometimes I and agree. It's, and it's not just because we like binary. We, <laughs> we are robots. We <laughs> rate in zeros and ones. Yeah, so there you go. That is malignant. Dare I say, let us know what you thought in the comments if you've seen it. Although Tim is now going to pose for the thumbnail. So, yeah. uh, you know, you're, you're the drill. Make sure the top of your head's not cut off and... uh. Alright, hold on. Um, I have an idea for this, but uh, I'll try oh, take good. some practicing. Hold on, wait. Oh my, oh, he's turning around, everyone. What a twist. <laughs> wait, so I can... Oh, wait. So if I turn around... Here... <laughs> uh, three, two, one, pause! It looks the same as before I said that. I just realized I had to say that at some point. Otherwise, <laughs> he would just be waiting for me to say post. <laughs> you, can, I mean, you can turn around. You're good. You're good. I yeah. think I've got it. But the, as, as you know, when people will see the thumbnail, as the kids yes. say, they'll say, that, you know, if you know, you know. You know? If you know, you know. Uh, yeah. So Tim is now on his knees, I believe, uh, for the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Is on my knees just thanking the patrons. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for making this happen. Speaking of, I'll thank the Patreon producers for the month. Uh, what a wonderful segue that was. Uh, thank you to Tyler Hess, Cindy Palacios, David Short, Bordneau, Al Tradesman, Christopher Moy, David Brown, and Stanley. They are Patreon producers for the month of... some new ones there. For the, well, it's the month of September, because this is when we recorded it. Uh, but it'll be October right. of but that's okay. Uh, so... Mm-hmm. 
Thank you to you all that is a higher tier on Patreon, but every month on patreon.com slash TV, you can support us for as little as $1 per month and get some bonuses for your trouble. And one thing we used to do, of course, was an extra episode for patrons at that $1 tier. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I don't know when the bonus episode will be back. We don't know that yet. Obviously, it will mm-hmm. come back at some point when things settle into a routine. Um, mm-hmm. There may be one for October as a sort of one-off before... You know, just because it's special and we're, you know, doing all that stuff. But I don't want to promise anything yet, okay? So it's just... Oh, yeah. We'll be back at some I guess point. We didn't, yeah, we didn't really talk about it too much, but um, one of the reasons why, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I did want to make a conceited effort to, you know, try to get some episodes in October. Um, I, I admit it's, it, you know, things are getting easier, uh, with the baby and everything, but it's still like, you know, hard to fit some things in, but you know, October is such a special time that, you know, I figured, Hey, you know, that people are going to need their horror movies. I'm going to, I want to watch horror movies, you know, and, uh, and talk about them and stuff. So it's fun for me too. So, you know, obviously we're not doing as many you know, as the last couple of years in a row where we've just did like ungodly amounts, but, uh, you know, hopefully we'll at least have, you know, some extras, um, mm-hmm some fun stuff and yeah. who knows um, maybe a surprise or two in the month so the plan right now is to have some episodes in october obviously mm-hmm. uh for for because well, it's the special spooky season it's the october mm-hmm. thon as it were um and there's not a promise right now in fact it's very likely that it won't necessarily be immediately back to regular weekly episodes as soon as we're mm-hmm. back to november uh you'll probably get like maybe one or two episodes in november and we're definitely going to do one or two for christmas um so but we might not be back to weekly episodes right away after the fact uh but i think it's probably fair to say that it it probably won't be too long if if we're not back to weekly Mm -hmm. then it won't be too long into 2022 before we're probably back to Mm -hmm. a a regular each schedule but uh obviously thanks to everyone for being patient with the uh the Mm -hmm. i don't know what has it been since they stopped going out look June, so like three months, four months, mm-hmm. three months of no episodes, you know. So thank you for your patience mm-hmm. in that time, uh, and for patrons who used to get a bonus episode and haven't been for a, a long time, you know. Thank you to you guys as well. Uh, but you oh know, yeah, Patreon episodes, Patreon votes, those will come back once we're like actually mm-hmm. locked into doing regular weekly recordings, and you know, I don't imagine it's probably. I imagine most of the waiting is 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 now done <laughs> we're, you know, we're back to recording but uh yes so but uh go on say the john wick line tim i know you want to oh. <laughs> yeah i'm kind of thinking i'm back <laughs> <laughs> my john wick impression <laughs> yeah. sorry keanu <laughs> So, yes, episodes in October, definitely one or two for Christmas, and maybe one or two in November as well, if we can swing it. And we'll see. And maybe we'll finish Resident Evil 6. Hey, bottom bottom (laughs) of the priority list, okay? That is the bottom of the priority list. Okay, we we, we will be back to regular episodes. There'll be Patreon episodes. There'll be, like, everything will be happening before we even think about fitting Resident Evil 6 in. Basically, I'm thinking... I'm thinking when uh, Tim's kids may be like ready for college is maybe when I'm thinking where <laughs> the Evil Six is, is primed. Sure. 
Oh dear. So yeah, uh, the, the only thing, like, the only thing is, that it's not like I'm excited to play, but it's like uh, just so close to beating it that it's like, you know, it, it it's like. If you're eating a bad meal and you just have like one bite left, and it's like, ugh, this sucks, but I just want to get it over with. Yeah, yeah. But the rest of Evil Eight was good. Ah, oh, I loved it so much. Yes, mm, great game. So, hey, but not to go off topic here. We have to do a wrap up, but we have to do a wrap yeah, up. Yeah. We are wrapping up, but mm-hmm. uh, yes, but yeah, we have to give you some sort of idea of what to expect in the coming uh, months and time. Um, I think what I'm doing with this is that this episode, as the first one back, I'm putting straight out to everyone. Uh, but what I'm going to do for the patrons, who obviously are supposed to get early access, is that when this goes up, the next episode will already be up for patrons to give you a treat. So, uh, so if you want to hear what I think of Leprechaun in the Hood 2, <laughs> go check out the Patreon. Uh, treat for the patrons, trick for everyone else. <laughs> and for everyone else, you'll have that soon. But uh, So thank you very much for joining us. Uh, I don't know if you did my usual, you know, like, subscribe, you know, ding the bell for notifications, helps out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to the audio version, give us a five-star review or whatever on iTunes or podcast app of your choice. But Screams After Midnight is back, baby. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching. Joe, this is the only show that I've still not got an outro line for. I've got like a funny uh-huh. thing to say at the end of every single one but this. Maybe I'll think of one since we're we're back, but not probably right this minute because that's a lot of pressure to put on me. So Of course. Thank you very much well, for joining us. That's the only thing holding us back. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us once again. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time. Oh, and I hated Gabriel's voice as well. It sounded stupid. <laughs>